Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talk about all things consignment. We are having a C-Chat Spotlight today, and I am super honored and super excited to introduce Rhonda of the Pink Diva Studio. We are so happy to have you here with C-Chats. Rhonda, how are you? Oh, I am happy to be here, and thank you for um, inviting me to C-Chat. Yes, we were so excited. And I just have to say right up front that, you know, I've been reselling for lots and lots of years, more than I care to even mention. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I had not been part of a community, part of a tribe. I had not really been on social media connecting with other resellers. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited that you were one of the first uh, people I connected with. And so, you know, thank you for being so welcoming and- that's what this community is all about you know it's just and that's what I love to do I love connecting people I love connecting with people and you know like I say putting people together and touch because you never know who can um help you with learn something answer questions Mm -hmm. you can collab with I mean that's what it's all about yeah, you are a connector. Like I immediately felt welcome and a part of the online reselling community uh, because of you. And, you know, without that, I don't know that I would have uh, started this and we would have got this far. So um, I just, as first of all, really want to so thank you. Much. I have loved, <laughs> loved watching your journey as I do everyone's journey. I love watching people grow. And, you know, that's kind of really the underlying thing is just growth, you know, just growing together, growing as an individual. So I'm loving it. I love it. There are so many, so many things I connect. I mean, this, all right. So um, just to be upfront with our listeners here, I am trying, Molly is out this week. So I am, Molly does all of our editing and I am trying my best. We're going to get through this without having to edit anything. So we are, you know, um, I think Ron's and I could very easily get off the rails and off. <laughs> yes, we can. So look, I, I'm. It's going to be fun. Stick, we're going to try to stick to the plan, but yeah. you know we can easily be derailed at any moment. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do our we're gonna do our best, but this is real and uh, hopefully unedited. So just you know, bear with us uh, because there are so many things I want to talk to Rhonda about. Um, you know, thank you for welcoming me into the community. And one of the things that I just, I just absolutely adore about you is that you are welcoming and so supportive. Yes, you are an incredible connector, but you are welcoming and so supportive. And one of the things that distinguishes you is you do that with boundaries. Oh, And I think so many people struggle with that and need to work on that. And I see you out there doing it and connecting and, you know, collaborating, supporting people, all while keeping personal boundaries intact, which is really inspirational. Um, Yeah, not to sound, um, (laughs) not to sound bougie. But, you know, like I'm a, like I'm a superstar, darling, I have to have some amount of privacy. But while while I'm, you know, kind of, while I don't share, I share as much as I can. I try to be as transparent Mm -hmm. as I can, Mm -hmm. because I think that, you know, my stories, my journeys are um, important to share. I just think that, you know, sometimes we have to save a little bit for ourselves and we just need that little corner that we don't necessarily share. But, you know, all in all, I try to be very transparent. I mean, now if you ask, I'll tell. Yeah. But, you know, um, I just think that we all have just a little, need just a little spot that we can hold on to. And um, that's just ours alone. But I love sharing because I just think that everyone has a story. But you tell your story when you want to. You tell your story at your comfort level. And, you know, me, I'm just all out there willing in. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. And I love that you promote self-care and you have those boundaries. Oh, like I'm going to yeah. take care of myself so yes, that I can yes. be there and support other people. I think it's really I mean, inspirational. Yeah. I say yeah. it all the time though, is that you cannot pour from an empty cup and you cannot refill your cup. And um, if you don't take time for yourself, if you mm-hmm. don't make it a priority and as women, sometimes we don't. It's we make sure everybody else is okay, but then we 
we are drained, you know, but I tell you, you must continue to fill your cup. And what, once your cup is filled, that overflow is what you have left to give. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're walking example, you know, breathing example of that. And I appreciate that you put those things out there, uh, especially in our world and our reselling community. I mean, we're pretty much all hustlers, right? We just oh, about give yes. up about anything to make a sale or just keep the business going. I mean, we're, you know, generally a bunch of very hard workers that have that struggle with that uh, boundary, making personal time. All right. So you're amazing. Um, <laughs> you're setting boundaries. You're out there being an example. But let me back up a little bit. Just okay. tell us who you are and what you're about. Well, um, you know, again, I'm so transparent. I just, I, it's, I'm just me. I, what you see is really what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I love uh, one of my favorite things about the community and you know being on social media is the engagement i love to engage mm-hmm. i will i might not post on a certain day but i will engage you know i'll go on there and spend an hour go back and do my work on my business do all the things i need to do but i'll always go back and engage 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 and you know that is the thing for me i love to engage with others you know, I love, um, again, it goes back to me connecting, uh, you know, people, making connections and things like that. But, you know, that's just who I am. I think I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. I know I have always been that way. I used to get um, the little memo on my report card. Oh, Wanda is such a lovely, a lovely person to have in my class. And she just didn't talk so much. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I treated school like it was my social out. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, my parents, after so long, you know, my parents would just be like, you know what, we're just not even going to say anything to her because clearly that's who she is. But, it, you know, they would, they would just kind of say, you know, we can tone that down a little bit. But I was the only, you know, I'm the only child. <laughs> so, you know, I, social hour, I mean, school was my social hour. Right. Yeah. Well, that's things. interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I've just, I think I've just always been there. I've always been, you know a matchmaker, always been the person that hear everyone's, um, you know, stories. I was a nail tech for over 25 years. So I have tons of those kind of stories. Oh yeah. But it's just me, you know, I just love, uh, I just love the connection. And, you know, again, I say I'm my only child, I'm 61. So I run off of the fact that you're never too old to start. Yes. Yes. You know, you're just never too old. I mean, I had to rebuild my life. Um, I mean, at 59, I did not think that I was going to have to rebuild my life. My marriage ended, had to live with friends for about a year and a couple of months, Yeah, you know, started Poshmark while I was living with them. And Poshmark actually helped me to pay off debt and eventually just helped me get my own place. And, you know, things grew from there. You know, I started Brunch with Diva, you know, all these other things, you know, all these opportunities the Parish Market has given me. And again, just meeting people like you, you know, Molly, just the other people in the community. I mean, I'm just me. I'm just out there. I live out loud and in color. And we love it. And it's such an inspiration because I mean, the, the part of that is that you never know who you're inspiring, especially like when you do things like us and you're talking kind of into a void, right? If you're not doing an interview, you're, you don't necessarily know who your audience, you don't know who's exactly listening or who uh, that can touch. So um, and I, I know there are a lot that, of people out there. I have to say that that really is one of the things that um that touches me is that when I make a post or and someone dms me or someone shares that post mm-hmm. then you know that makes it really all worth it it does that makes it really all all worth it and you know I live kind of by that you just never know who you'll touch on any particular day mm-hmm when you just, when you think you aren't reaching anyone, yeah, someone pops up, someone shares your story, um, you know, the comments, things of that nature. So I, while being appreciate, uh, appreciative for all of that, I'm humbled by that as well. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I did 
um, we do with my business separate from C chats, we do a weekly, weekly brunch episode. And uh, this week, we were talking a lot about uh, letting people a challenge for the week was to let somebody know that has inspired you or send them a quick note. Um, because you never know, unless you tell that person, they may mm-hmm. never know. Right. And I think that's so important. Like you just said, like, it's great when somebody sends you a, you know, a DM or shares your story, but there are a lot of people out there that aren't. So our challenge this week was actually to um, let somebody know. Um, oh, I had an experience, a, challenge. Uh, a couple, uh, quite a few years ago, actually. And I didn't know about it. Um, just a woman I had a connection with. Uh, walking down the street one day, pushing her baby carriage. Uh, I didn't share the details of this on my other show, but pushing her baby carriage. And I, you know, stuck my head out the window. Oh, hey, how are you doing today? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, she she came in and we had coffee and, you know, I saw the baby and stuff. And years later, she had said, she said to me, you know, that day that you opened the door and you talked to me, she's like, I didn't know, um, how that day was going to end or if it was going to end for me. I was just in such a bad, bad state. And it really struck me from that moment going forward that, you know, we don't, we don't always know, like she maybe had never, maybe was never going to say anything. And I had no idea. Like I had Mm -hmm. no idea. And I was so powerful that she said that to me. Um, So all those, you know, connections, all those little things you do, like you're out there doing them and yeah, you get great feedback, but there are so many people that you're inspiring that you'll never know about. So keep on keeping on. What's the best (laughs) way for somebody to, um, to connect with you? Is it Instagram? Well, definitely Instagram and and on my milkshake link, um, they can follow me on Pinterest, um, well, right now I've scaled back. So I'm really pushing my Pinterest because I think we all should be on Pinterest with our business, <laughs> but uh, that's another subject. But yeah, definitely on Instagram um, because that's where, look, apparently that's where I've made my home and that's where I'm at. Because uh, as I was on Facebook uh, and one of, my, uh, one of my cousins said, where have you been? And I'm like, I'm not over here a lot. I go over there just to check on a couple of things and I'm, right. off. I'm on Instagram all the time. And, you know, cause that's where I built, I'm building my brand. That's mm-hmm. where I'm building my mm-hmm. business. But uh, yeah, just Instagram. Um, uh, I sell on Poshmark. Yes. I've, when I say I scale back, I have scaled back a lot. I only sell on Poshmark right now. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah. I cut everything else loose because mm-hmm. I'm definitely working on some other things for my branding. So I'm looking to um, expand Pink Diva Studio because everything I do is under Pink Diva Studio. But, um, you know, I'm getting into um, more of the branding aspects. So those places right there, you know, I have, um, I am on Clubhouse. I do uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, I do Share and Sip. And on Thursdays and list love and list on Wednesdays with Terry uh, at Evolving Always. Mm-hmm. So we are on there. We always have a good time. It's always fun. So I have that link in my bio. So any of the links there in my bio, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And we're going to put all that in the, we're going to put that in the show notes. So you guys can hook up with Rhonda too and see everything she has going on. You mentioned uh, Terry Evolving Always. You two have to be like just. I've seen you do a couple of things together, but absolutely dynamic, inspirational women. And uh, I think people don't want to miss, don't want to miss the two of you together for sure. I mean, you know, I think that Terry and I just clicked from the jump a long time ago. And, um, you know, I mean, she is, she is one of the people that I really do love to collab with. Yeah. That's great to have somebody like that. I love that. And I was enjoying the, um, the, the candle that uh, Ashley from A and B did. I think Evolutary was this month's candle reseller candle. Yes, yeah. yes. And actually, once I finish here, I am actually going to go check my mail because I think I have it. <gasps> and uh, I am so excited. Uh, I probably may pop up on a live uh, 
and just talk about it, showcase it, and yes, and talk about some things I have coming up and going on. But um, Ashley is like the bomb.com. Yes, she really is. I mean, really <laughs> is. Oh my gosh. I tell you that um, she, her candles are amazing. She, her as a person, Mm -hmm. I mean, she is rocking this. She is, her growth has been amazing from the day, day one, when I first met her, I mean, and she has grown so much, but she, her candles are amazing and they are located in her Poshmark closet. Oh, uh, yeah, we got her all hooked up. We love her. <laughs> like, yeah. A-B consignment, honey, if you need a good smelling candle. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want to. I think we're scheduled. C-Chats is going um, November 2022. We're scheduled for a candle. We're super excited about really? that. Really? Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I can't wait yeah. to buy it. I can't wait. I can't wait. I think I love the the uh, description she put on, puts on them. I think that's uh-huh. my favorite part. Actually. Oh, yes. I, well, you know, she and I, I said, girl, I don't like writing about myself. I mean, I don't know what to say. So we, we actually uh, hopped on a zoom and we just kind of worked through some things and she mm-hmm. asked a couple of questions and she came up with a great, uh, a great uh, little thing to uh, put on there. Description, mm-hmm. I guess you yeah. could call it. And I was like, Oh, Okay, I'm so glad you know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you're reselling on Poshmark. I love and I I talk about a lot about about focus and how powerful that is when you're doing um it's it's very easy like to have that bright shiny object like oh I want to do this I want to do this and try to do it all uh, I love the fact that you're you know focusing in on what your strengths are and what you're interested in I just I think that's really I think that's really great to put out there I think more people uh resellers especially probably need to hear that message because it's very easy <laughs> oh, excuse me well, for me, I tell you, I've always gone by the, um, I heard this uh, or read it years ago uh, when I had my nail business. And um, coming into Poshmark, of course, you know, once I'm, or any selling platform, let me just say reselling. Let's just mm-hmm. wrap it up with reselling. Yeah. You know, we come in first and we're just all excited. We're just, you know, we want to do this, want to do that, want to do this. You know, we're just running amok. Mm-hmm. But um, I, and, you know, I went to the bins one the first time and I was just like this, you know, throwing stuff. Yeah. I went that, <laughs> I went and then what that lesson taught me was I can't sell those things. I can't sell mm-hmm. smalls. I can't sell mediums. I can't sell large, extra large, plus sizes, one X through whatever. Though that's my niche. So I yeah, curated so let's, my let's, closet. Let's talk about that. I definitely want to get into, into that. So you've not only focused to Poshmark, but you've niched down even, even further. Yes, because yeah. what I do know is plus sizes. Mm-hmm. What I have been is a plus size person for the majority of my life. Yeah. And so I re- when I read this, it always stays in my mind is to go with what you know. You know, I know plus sizes. I know nails. I know, you know, how to have a conversation. So all of these things work for me and work in my business because one, I curated my closet for plus sizes. Mm -hmm. And then I slowly included larges, extra large and things of that nature as well. But I know that I can't sell, I can't sell smalls. I can't, I've had a medium top in my closet forever. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm giving it away. But, you know, you just have to know what works for you. And I think that that would be my, uh, one of, a piece of advice that I would mm-hmm. give to someone who's starting. Yeah. Is that, you know, you're going to go blah, blah, blah. You're just going to be out there all willy nilly. Mm-hmm. But if it's not working for you, then you got to stop. You got to pivot. You got to see what's selling for you. And double down on that. Yeah. You know, but first and foremost, as I did, you start in your own closet. I mean, because I had like, after weight loss surgery, I lost over 200 plus pounds. So I had, you know, I don't know, six or seven big, huge bags of clothes. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, I got tired of moving them around my closet. So my friend said, she was like, why don't you get my Poshmark? I was like, mm, well, you know, last time I didn't have a good experience. She said, I'm going to help you. And she did. And I'm thankful to her for suggesting me, uh, for me to try it again, because, you know, it just like opened the floodgates to other things. You know how it is. You make a sale. You're like, oh, they want my stuff. I know. It's so you exciting. Know? It's <laughs> you so just, exciting. You I wish Poshmark had a cha-ching hole. like eBay does. Like, I love that eBay cha-ching. <laughs> Poshmark needs like a little cash register sound too. They do, I think. They do need a little cha-ching sound. <laughs> but, you know, once you fall down that rabbit hole, I think that, you know, um, you're excited, you're doing this, you're making sales. But if you're that person who wants to just sell, like, I don't, I know, I don't know anything about vintage. I know I, I like some pieces, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know a lot about luxury, but I do know some things about luxury brand purses, mm-hmm. but it's just never been anything that I wanted to sell. But uh, if someone asks me, I'll make it tell you, but I know if I don't know, I know people who do know. And, right. And that comes back around to me, connecting people with others. Yeah. I mean, we definitely talk about that a lot. And it sounds like you've had that experience. Like, so in my business, I sell pretty much everything, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just the way my consignment store has always worked. We do a wide variety. However, there are certain things I don't sell. And I collaborate with, if I get a, I don't know, I'm going to use albums because that's what I use frequently. I find somebody that does that specific thing and is really good at it. Uh And I often collaborate with them. Like I have a, it's not a Rolodex, but I'm going to say a Rolodex of names. (laughs) Like if I get typewriters, if I get this, if I get that, and um, there's so much, there's enough to go around. Yeah. And even me that sells everything still, I still collaborate. Yeah. I mean, you still have to know, um, because I have a pair of, uh, what are those? Uh, uh, Anthropology pants that I got for little or nothing on a live sale. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, you know, I know a little bit about the brand, but not a lot. So I had to ask questions. What do you think I should price these as? Yeah. And, you know, so there's always um, somebody for you to contact and collab with. And it's Mm -hmm. always great to collab. I think that's one of the the great things about being um, someone in business. I mean, Mm -hmm. you look at... um, the stars, they collab all the time. They yeah, come together right. and they create, <laughs> you know, shows, they create movies, mm-hmm. they create, you know, podcasts, they do all yeah. these things. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, and I, and I talk about stars a lot simply because, you know, I'm just a groupie for stars, but <laughs> I get a lot of inspiration because I'm like, okay. look at, just last night I was watching Will Smith and uh, Jay-Z, love Jay-Z, but they were talking about this movie that I've been watching, um, and I had no idea that they collabed to do that, but I thought, isn't that amazing Mm -hmm. that they collabed to bring this story to life to share with, you know, the world, Yeah, and I think that that's where, you know, I get my inspiration a lot of times when I see different people that you think wouldn't be um collabing with each other mm-hmm. you know yeah, and so, they'll oh. never know that you inspired them I think you should I think you should write them a little note <laughs> I think you should slide into their dms there oh, oh. girl I don't be sliding into dms <laughs> I gently I walk into them because sliding, as I say, is a whole nother issue. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that. My kids introduced me. I'm like, I'm just sending somebody a message. And like, you just can't slide into their. I'm like, what are you talking about? I oh don't yes, know. I make it clear. I'm not sliding into <laughs> I'm just gonna gently walk into there and say, you know, hey. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit more about your niche because, all right, so you focused in on plus size clothing and. Then you kind of, I'm going to look at it like you expand it from there because not only do you sell plus size clothing, but you're an advocate um, for inclusion and plus sizes. And I think you might've started your own hashtag. That's super cute. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about, about that? So you focused in, but then you, you really just opened up and really expanded on what you know and what you are passionate about. 
Uh, I'm definitely passionate about plus sizes. Yeah. I'm definitely uh, I'm passionate about inclusion and representation because as I always say, everyone wants someone who looks like them. Yes. So I think that if you're a plus size woman, you want to see someone plus size. Yes. If you are um, a, someone with a disability, even mm-hmm. you want someone who looks like you. Yeah. I mean, you want to have that inclusion, that representation and being inclusive. I think that, um, you know, Parsmark has done a good job at that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's something that they continue to work on. Mm hmm. Um, and, you know, and they've been, um, I think Poshfest is a good example of that as well, because this past Poshfest, you know, was great. I think they included the, the younger generation, which is awesome that they did that because, you know, those are the people that you could go to, especially if you're a Depop seller, go to yeah. and say, what are the kids want, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I'm a big proponent for, you know, and plus size inclusion, because sometimes I do think it falls by the wayside and people um, tend to not put all that energy into it. Well, you should put your energy into it. You should put your energy into plus sizing. You should put your energy energy into selling. You know, if you don't know anything about it, of course you can come to me and I'm sure there are plenty Mm -hmm. of other people you can go to. But I just think that it's so important to have that representation, have that inclusion. And the hashtag um, stay plush is, I mean, I think that we all should stay plush, plush whether you're, you're plus size or, you know, whatever size, if you're a size two or 22, you know, yeah. stay plush. And what that means is just stay yourself, stay you know, whatever that state of mind is for you, have that energy, use that energy, take care of yourself, be out there, uh, step out on faith, you know, don't be afraid to show who you are, don't be afraid to live out loud, mm-hmm. you know, and so that hashtag just encompasses so much to me. I agree. I mean, did you, so you came up with that because, right? Mm-hmm. I think you nailed it. Like it has so many, like it just, I looked at it and I was like, immediately knew exactly what it, what it meant. I thought it was just brilliant and I can't wait to use it. Oh no, (laughs) I I mean, and I love it. And I, I kind of dropped the ball with it at one point because I actually, uh, we actually kind of had it for my plus size uh, group, plush and posh. Uh, Oh, okay. So we had that and, um, so I was like, after I kind of had to put that on the back burner because so much was going on, but um, it'll be back and I'll have hopefully so a new team and we'll be, you know, back to hosting some events and all of this. But, you know, I thought it cannot just be for this group. This has a hashtag that has some energy behind it. Mm-hmm. So I, I picked it back up and started using it. And I try to use it at every, any given chance that I get, you know, stay plush. And like yeah. I said, it encompasses so much. Yeah, it's, I, it's great. I just love it. So I'm plus size. I sell a lot of plus size. And I, I mean, probably more plus size than any other clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I hear a lot of resellers say that. And I also hear a lot of resellers say they're scared of it for whatever reason. Um, but you know, just you talking about it, definitely like uh, when I do live sales, like I definitely, um, add more, you know, plus size clothing in and it's really gotten a great, you know, reception because my experience was people would kind like, I've been in business for a while. Um, you know, would call, do you take plus size clothing? Do you? And I was like, yeah, if it, yeah, we'll definitely consign it if it gets past me and Molly and we don't buy it. Right. <laughs> but there was like a huge demand, there's a huge demand, but people were like very hesitant with, do we take it on consignment or do we sell it? And I was always like, hell yes, hell yes. Yeah, like that's yeah. one of our top things. And people were always surprised, which told me I wasn't doing a very good job of putting myself out there and presenting that and making that known. So um, your inspiration has been that I, I have been doing that uh, oh, 
That's great. And I yeah. tell you that um, when, when you really think about it, um, plus sizes, plus sizes are a billion dollar business. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, half of our, you know, half of the women, you know, in the country are plus size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, so why not tap into that market? You know, you could start with maybe a few things, Yeah. you know, get you some Torrid, Eloquii, Lane mm-hmm. Bryant, you know, or something like that. And just get you a few pieces and see how it goes. Because at least what? At least you tried. But what yeah. if it sells like boom, 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 then, you know, you like, okay, you're more, maybe become more receptive to it, but don't be afraid of it. I mean, I'm not afraid to sell smaller yeah. sizes. I just know that I can't. Right. Right. And I do, I sell, I sell all, I sell all sizes, but I definitely, there was definitely that hesitation on half of my customers. So what's that's telling me is if you're not putting that out there, people may feel excluded, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's what all those phone calls or messages meant to me when people, oh, well, do you do this? Is that okay? Is that like almost like they're making excuses or something for themselves? I think like that's I only wild. have, and I, I think yeah. that's wild that people think, well, do you take plus sizes? Why not? I mean, you know, yeah. but then maybe it goes deeper than that. Maybe they approach other consignments and they're like, oh no, we don't do that. I want which to, I can't, yeah. I, which I cannot envision that, but I, then again, I can, Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe that, you know, they've had the experience where nobody wants their plus sizes because they don't deal in plus sizes, Yeah, which I would find really crazy for a consignment place, but you know, stranger things what? have happened. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. We love our plus size community. Are you kidding me? And I do love I do love um the plus size community. Uh, and because and I think I make that clear all the time, but I also yeah. love the community as a whole. I don't care what size you are. Right, right. You know, I mean again, you could be a two or twenty-two. It doesn't matter. I'm an equal opportunity friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I find it's it's funny because I have also a lot of very like extra extra small petite uh, customers consigners, and it's it's just interesting because they have some of the same struggles like I see on the mm-hmm. plus side. Also with the very um, petite, petite are also very you know difficult. So yeah, and I, and I get that because I have been guilty of. Um, saying what is size is this I'm like who wears the extra extra small yeah you know I just can't even, and I'm always trying to envision this person like, who wears the extra but then again they could say the same thing about plus sizes yeah. because not only do we have plus sizes we have extended plus sizes mm-hmm. so you know you'd be thinking people could probably think oh who's wearing like a 7x or an 8x trust me someone oh yeah yeah definitely someone. definitely you know. And I think that that's an untapped market too, or extended sizes. Yeah. And I, I try to grab them anytime I can. Same. Because, you know, I tell you that a lot of people think that plus sizes stop at 4X or 5X. Yeah. No, they go all the way up the charts. And, um, you know, anytime I can grab some, I'm telling you when I can grab them, they go so quickly. I was going to say, I very rarely come across any, but when I do, I I get them and they're sold, you know, pretty yeah. much. Immediately. I, I mean, it's yeah. a rarity for me, but when I do, yeah. And once yeah. I list them, they're out of there. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So our, our consignment sellers are learning a lot about <laughs> something they might want to consider here. Um, yes, you know, if you can tap yes. into that market, I think really, I um, think it's great. And, and, you know, um, sometimes, you know, like a long time ago, um, I didn't even know that a lot of, uh, what do we want to call them? Um, just your regular brands that you wouldn't think sell, sold re, uh, plus sizes do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, well, that opens more doors because you can also, because I do a lot of online arbitrage. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I mean, going to their, I like to go to the the last, last, clearance clearance of the clearance never coming back so 
<laughs> so that's where you can get a lot of great deals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you go online to arbitrage, I don't get out uh, into the universe that much to go to Goodwill and do all that, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. But, you know, I do a lot of online. Um, I also have gotten um, things from Jomar. Oh, yeah, you do that. I had, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I did things from Jomar. And, you know, I've recently been branching out to, to other things and other areas to get closed. And yeah. I've been happy about that because, you know, right now I'm in a pivoting kind of thing where I'm trying to zhuzh my closet up to, to host new things. And I'm actually wanting to do some collaborations with some people and get some um, handmade things in my closet. Yes. You yes. Know. I have to say, I will be, we might be, uh, you know, talking about that journey a little bit. Um, I have a branch of my business that's about um, textile up upcycling. Uh -huh. And uh, I really enjoy some of the hand handmade items and yeah. I love what? to find somebody that is just really, I mean, I like the upcycled. I like that kind of like raggy bohemian kind of vibe. I'm definitely stuff. into that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and I have really kind of been um, thinking about taking some of the items that I have in my closet and just do an upcycle on them for mm -hmm. plus sizes. Yeah. So, you know, that is something that's on the, um, you know, on the table for me, just because I think sometimes, you know, when you have an idea, you just, just go ahead and do it, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, just so you can say, I did that. I'm all you about know. that. Yeah. Just so you say, <laughs> all I did about that. that. Yeah. Probably to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I want to, I want to, there are two things I definitely want to um, ask you about, and I, I don't okay. know which to do first, but um, I, I'll start with this one. Um, all right. So I connected with you because I don't know if you, you have this experience, but there are very few single resellers out there, let's say that don't have a supportive partner or somebody in their life that really, um, you know, is there for them. And you do see a lot. Um, I mean, I've, I've talked about this. I've talked about this a lot, actually, is often it seems like every time I I see something it's always a couple and two supportive people and two people working together and they have this I couldn't do it without my partner so I really connected with you because um you know I see you and you're hustling and you're single and you're putting that out there and I just I just love that because I think you don't see that a lot in our world oh yeah. do you feel that way as well um I don't, or am I just connected well, with know, all the wrong people? Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, you know, as I always say, honey, I'm single, single. But I think that, you know, reselling as a whole can yeah. be a lonely business. It, it definitely is. Yeah. You know, I think that even though someone may be, have a partner or married or whatever, however, whatever yeah. life it is for them. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the, the, the partners involved and sometimes they're not, but they're still supported. Right. And you still are basically doing this by yourself. Yeah. But that's it true. Can, it can't be a lonely business. Yeah. But I tell you that I really like it. I really, Same. really, I really, really like it. I don't think, I think that if I were to ever um, have someone come back into my space, or, you know, my, my world, that um, they definitely would have to uh, understand the energy that I put into my business, yeah. the, my brand, and, you know, um, the, they would definitely have to understand that world, you know, if they wanted definitely. to be involved, if they wanted <laughs> yeah. to be involved, okay, well, you know, I'll help you get your own thing started. Mm -hmm. But I tell you that it does get hard sometimes. Um, but the thing about me is that, you know, my granddaughter is, um, oh my God, one of my biggest supporters, you know, um, my daughter as well. Um, even my baby daddy, you know, I mean, <laughs> they are very supportive of me. My <laughs> granddaughter works closely with me because at least once a month she comes and stays for two or three weeks 
Mm-hmm. We do inventory. We take a ton of, she takes yep. all of my pictures. Um, she's slowly getting into where she's going to be listing for me. But that for me is my why, because I in turn want to show her that, you know, I'm 61 and I'm doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. Age is nothing. You can do whatever it is you yep. want to do. Yep. So it all goes back to that, but it can be lonely because then some days, you know, I'm like, oh, why don't I have somebody here who could do this? Why can't I have somebody here who could package my things for me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the part, like, I like working on my own. I like being single. I, I like having all of that. I just, there wasn't that many people, there isn't, aren't that many people that can kind of relate to the unique struggles. Like I have support. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to say I don't have support. I mean, my mom is actually here today and she comes once a week and and helps me with all the business stuff. Like I'm not, I don't mean I don't have help support, um, you know, people that work for me, things like that. But the, the mental uh, struggle. And what I'm going to say is like, you are solely responsible for your family. Like I'm solely responsible for my income, for making sure my kids are taken care of. Mm -hmm. Um, and the business is what, what does that. And I think that's kind of like, when I see people with partners, it's not that I feel like a lot of times they can't relate to that. Yeah. I think that it is, but it's all on you. Yeah. I definitely agree that, you know, when there is a partnership and they don't understand that when you're single, um, that it's all on you. I mean, it is all on you. It's all on you to, to make sure that, you know, you get the right things, you get, you send out yeah. the things on time. Yeah. You, you know, you have to, um, you know, like I, I explained this to a friend of mine when we were talking about reselling. And I said, I don't want you to think that all I do is find the clothes and, and list them. I mean, no, I mean, I have to, yeah. I do get the clothes sometimes, you know, uh, if, especially if I get um, freebies, you know, someone's just giving me clothes, you know, there's a whole thing to that. You've got to examine the clothes. You've got to clean the clothes, however you clean them. Cause I clean everything. But, you know, then you have to worry about the pictures. You have to worry about the listing. You have to measure There's as you measure, so I measure. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much that goes into that. It's not the behind the stage. By the time it's listed and someone sees it, they don't know the work that has gone into it just to get it listed. I had something funny happen a couple couple months ago. Um, There's a woman, a local woman that consigns with me and uh, she ended up, uh, working for me. So, Uh-oh. all right. So she said to me, I always just thought you were slow because it takes like, usually by the time I get something and it go- gets listed, it's about six weeks, right? Cause I have a ton of stuff. Okay. And she was like, I always just thought you were slow. I couldn't figure it out. And she's like, now that she's working for me, she's like, I don't know how you do it so fast. There is so much work that goes in behind the scenes. I had no idea (laughs) people have no idea no clue and and so once I said all of this to her she was like oh she was like you have to do all that and she and then she said by yourself and I was like yeah you know (laughs) I mean when I get small hauls um now if I get smaller pieces like you know I've I've added jewelry back into my uh closet shoe Mm -hmm. you know I was so done with shoes but I had so many, I went ahead and said, you know, I'm going to list these. I can take pictures of small stuff, handbags, things like that myself. When it comes to the clothes, I actually need her to come in and do that because I have a system. You know, I, by the time she gets here, I have everything measured. I have all of my descriptions written out. Um, sometimes I have drafts, so all she has to do is go back in, uh, is take the pictures, and then I can edit them and add them. So, you know, I have a whole system in place, but it's a lot. I mean, just hearing it, it sounds like, oh, I just got to do this, Uh but it's so much that goes into that. Yeah. You know, and she was like, I did not realize that. I said, she really literally said, I just thought that you got it and took a picture and 
you know, that was it. It's easy. That's what. Easy. No, it's not. I mean, you know, like I say, the stuff that I take pictures of are the smaller stuff and I leave the clothes um, to her. And I ventured out a couple of times. Well, I'm about to um, venture out because I never wear my stuff that I sell. And uh, so I took a couple of pictures of some outfits. I don't know if I like them or not. I'm still debating. But I just thought, you know, I would do it for fun. Yeah. And just to see, you know, how I liked it. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's a lot to it. If you are one of those people who models their clothes, Mm -hmm. so then you got to do all of that. That's extra that you're putting into it. And um, yeah, it's a lot. I'm just yeah. tired already talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, the other thing I wanted to ask you about was, or mention, all right. So I'm listening to the seller community podcast and we, Liz and Daddy and I joke a lot because often they'll interview this, like we have no idea and it ends up like we have the same people. So, all right. So, uh, Cause we all have good taste, right? <laughs> so I'm like, wait, Rhonda's on, Rhonda's on the seller community pod. Yes. Come on. Like we just booked her. <laughs> they beat us. No. So we just have this funny thing, but, um, so I'm listening to the seller community podcast. Your interview was incredible. Those of you that haven't heard it, go listen to it. And, you know, I think I know you and I'm listening and all of a sudden I hear you say you have this podcast. <laughs> And I'm like so excited. I literally drop everything I'm doing so I can go listen to your podcast, which is incredible. I haven't listened to all the episodes yet, but oh my gosh, talk about that because I was just so blown away. And I thought it, it was hilarious um, when, because um, I don't get on social media immediately when I wake up. I have a mm-hmm. morning routine before I get on there. But when <laughs> got the notification um I went on there and uh, the the TikTok was hilarious and I was like (laughs) oh my god I love this so much oh I had so much fun with that I could not wait to share it (laughs) and I appreciate I appreciate you doing it but yes um uh the cliff notes on how this got started is basically um came from when I first had the podcast, I called it, is it cause I'm fat? And, and I, I, I love that name. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I love that name. I love and, the new name. I love the new name, but I think is it cause I'm fat really intrigued I don't, me. Well, yeah. And you know, I thought about it and I put it out there at first as, mm-hmm. is it cause I'm fat, mm-hmm. but I think that, uh, for some, I think it may have been like, Ooh, yeah yeah so yeah. I think it was kind of oh I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to listen to that so I kind of talked um talked it through with uh someone and and I said okay well you know let's do this name change and then I'll reintroduce it a little bit later so me not wanting to go back and change the name so when you hear is it because I'm fat in the first few um yeah. in the first few mm-hmm. uh, podcasts uh, with my guests, then, you know, pay no mind. But that came from the fact that when um, I was weighing 464 pounds, you know, in my marriage, you know, it's just, you know, I, it's just crazy. And I would ask that question all the time. Well, is it because I'm fat? Is it because I'm fat? Is it because I'm fat? Is it my weight? Is yeah. it my this? And so I realized that deep down inside, is still kind of bitter about that so that's why I named it is it because I'm fat (laughs) (laughs) but I went back and I wanted it I didn't want people to be um, leery of listening to it yeah so I had to go back and come from a different place and so I called it curvy chronicles because I just like the word chronicles but I thought you know it's an all-inclusive even though it says curvy Mm -hmm. I mean, there could be people on there who are, you know, a size 14, but still curvy, size 12. I mean, I don't care who comes on. It's It's just just, about staying plush, right? It's just about staying plush, stay plush. (laughs) But, you know, it's just about that there are so many women out there 
who have been discriminated against, who live with um, disabilities and plus size, who've uh, ended relationships because of that, or just simply have felt um, not seen. And I come from, in my mind, I think even with Brunch with Diva, I want people to be seen and heard. I want to give people a platform. I want to be the voice of those who, who are afraid to voice. And this podcast actually give, gives that same energy. You know, everyone has a story, but do you want to tell your story in a comfortable setting where it's just us talking like old friends? And uh, in, and I did something a little different that some people may not do in a podcast is that in between that, I share my story mm -hmm. of how things um, progressed with me, my how I felt during the breakup. Um, so I share these different things. I share a little bit about my journey and, and I'll be sharing ongoing, you know, in season two, I've got a wrap season one. And then I'll be starting with season two, but I, it is a labor of love because again, it's all about giving people the platform to express the things that they have gone through, going through, or, um, you know, just giving them a chance to just embrace their feelings and themselves. It is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. I mean, it's just such, a, I, I don't know what else to say other than it's a beautiful thing, what you're doing. Uh, you could tell it's a labor of love. I'm happy you're putting it out there. And I think you're the only one doing that in that space, in that format. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think that it's so important for everyone to have um, a place where they feel comfortable. They can just uh, feel, be in that moment and mm -hmm. you know not that I'm you know uh Oprah Winfrey or anything you know trying to make people cry because that's not the goal but no you're that, the pink diva studio <laughs> <laughs> but if people feel that during their their um during their session or or during the podcast then you know let I'm gonna give you all the space you need to do that because again, I don't edit anything. So whatever is there is there, you know, that's raw emotions or we're laughing or, you know, even if we get sidetracked on, on some things about clothes, about plus sizes and, you know, we have to get on our soapbox and fuss about some of the flowers that bloom on the clothes that they, you know, are pushing for right. plus sizes, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, then I want whoever comes on to um be comfortable i i just think it's beautiful i just think it's beautiful that you're doing that and i think you're probably going to touch a lot of people even people that you will never know so yeah, um you know. you know and and you know i think that anytime any of us put out anything um i think that in the back of our minds we always think well you know what if it touches one then my job is done yeah yeah. You know, and sometimes you'll never know. Like you say, you'll oh, never I know. know. And I sometimes know. you will know. And sometimes people will show you through actions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they might drop in your DM. Sharing for them is letting you know. Yeah. You know, so I think that I, and that, and that, that right there, all of that little mixture is what just keeps me, you know, keeps me humble and appreciative. And I live in a space of gratefulness. So, you know, I'm always grateful for everything. I, I try to celebrate all the wins, small, large, in between, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Plus size wins, you know, whatever it is, I just try to celebrate that all the much. And, and I try to lift others up as they go on their journeys as well, because, you know, being on a journey, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because at this point you've committed yourself to doing X, Y, Z. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Molly, is, I, I'm just, I, I'm sorry. I you just, you just put me in, in awe. Um, I'm usually, Molly's usually the moderator. So I tend to sit back and listen a lot. Um, but you're doing so, yeah, great. I get you miss Molly. You miss Molly. Molly. 
Molly girl, we miss you. So, so we're going to have you back because Molly is absolutely going to be, is beside herself that she's not here today. So we're absolutely going to have you back. Um, I want to, I want to leave with one, one thing I want to ask you is about, um, I'm going to give you a little backstory, but one of the things women struggle with a lot is saying what they're proud of. And we've, we've talked about this in our group a lot and just, you know, putting it out there. I'm proud. I'm good at, I'm, uh, so what is the one thing you are most proud of? And oh, just there is really not just one thing. Yes. I think that I knew I, it. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew it. <laughs> there is not just yes. one thing that I'm proud I know. of. I mean, I am proud of me. You know, it's like that TikTok. I want to thank me for doing this, and I want to thank <laughs> me for doing it because, really, in, in all truthfulness, yeah, it is true. I do want to thank me, but I'm proud of me because, again, it goes back to starting over. Create at 59, creating the life that I want and that I deserve. So I am proud of me for sort of, you know, rising out of the ashes. And here I am, you know, I'll be 62 in July. So, you know, I am proud of the fact that I have, and I still am creating the life that I want. And I'm, I'm proud of the people that I've come in contact with and watching them grow, watching them step out of their comfort zones, watching them um, just grow and become who they want to become. I'm very proud of that because, you know, again, some of it, you know, I I mean, they like to say, you know, thank you for supporting. I love supporting. I'm glad and I'm proud of the fact that I can. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm proud of Pink Diva Studio because I did not realize that it would go the direction that it went. And it allowed me to be a part of an awesome community. Yeah, I'm proud of that community. I'm proud that um, we get a chance to utilize our platforms in various ways. Whatever that is for that person, whatever that is for you, whatever that is for Molly, whatever that is for, you know, other resellers, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just proud of uh, the growth that I've made. I've come a very long way. Um, I'm proud of the opportunities that I was presented uh, last year and this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we're only, what, two weeks into the year? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I am just overly... Uh, proud of, of myself and others because you know it doesn't only take a village to raise a kid it takes a village to help grow ourselves yeah yeah you know and I and I am just really proud of that I'm proud of you know my the things that I've created my podcast bunch of diva you know the other things I always like to host a uh, a posh and sip or, or something, which by the way, it's just shameless plug. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will be hosting along with uh, Terry and uh, yeah. Splendor Lily Posh, uh, um, Tina, uh, Galentine's on uh, February 12th. Uh-oh, I've <laughs> never been to a posh and sip. But I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe this is gonna have to be my first yeah, one. I mean, it's just gonna be really fun. Maybe, maybe we'll do more sipping than poshing, but it will be <laughs> it will be fun. Uh, we have, you know, some you know, great sponsors already, some really cool Valentine or Galentine uh, games. So we'll just have it'll just be a fun time. I thought it'd be I always like to do something to bring the community and resellers together. And, you know, what better way than to host something like that and just have a good time. So, you know, I'm proud of all the things, you know, all the things. Well, we are proud of you too. And, but that doesn't really matter. What really matters is that you're proud of yourself. And and thank you for- Oh, it's always proud when someone tells me they're proud of me, but you know what? Um, You do have to, honey, you got to toot your own horn sometimes. But, you know, again, like I said, I'm proud of all of the growth. You, you, you have grown since the first time we met. It's always been a year ago. 
I know. Yeah. You know, crazy. So, crazy. so you know, you have grown, you have grown your podcast, you have grown yeah. your business and I'll be seeing you out there glowing and showing girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, you're like I said, in the beginning, you're part of the reason I was able, able to do that. Seeing you, you know, step out there. Um, that was a very fear. I've talked about this a million times. That was very, I was very fearful to even um, pre-record something. I would mm-hmm, never put mm-hmm. myself on camera ever. And just the and fact so that you beautiful. were out there Why not show that? Example. I doesn't have anything to do with I don't know. I don't know why. I, I, I don't I mean, know why. I'm glad that you have done it. I'm glad that you're <laughs> going to continue to do it. Yep. And sometimes, you know, um, you just got to step out on faith. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, till next time. Cheers. Oh, I need a mug. Oh, all right. Yeah, (laughs) go ahead. We got to get you a, we got to get you a sea chats mug. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of consignment chats. To find out more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and podcast. As always, you can find all of this information at consignmentchats.com. Thanks for joining us.